Drop. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Oh, shit. Oh. You're out of your minds. This is a joke. This is caca. Have you paid your dues, Jack? Yes, sir, the check is in the mail. It would help if we had some dynamite, but they make a pretty good bag. The blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. What you get, dumbass? <laughs> I'm not going anywhere. I'm God now, you understand? Must be a car rider. Anything traveling faster than the speed of light would appear to be going back. That's oddly become my favorite one. Fuck about your war. <laughs> the faster than light one. Are yeah. You president. Are you president? Well, 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 well. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody. Well, well, well. To <laughs> the internet's top tier the thing tier oh, podcast that's right chew bubblegum and Kick the ass! can yes. you <laughs> i thought okay whatever i don't do it i've never done it no the last one we all did it i didn't do it oh yeah well it sounded did like everyone it? did it, it sounded yeah. like it yeah i, I don't, didn't do I don't, it. I don't care no. at all you joined me a couple times i did a couple times yeah. i don't know not anymore, though. Yeah, I guess not. We got a couple movies left. We'll see if I keep doing it. Yeah, dicks. we'll see what happens. <laughs> uh, like if, this is your if this is your first time listening, uh, <laughs> we're going through John Carpenter's filmography uh, in random order. Mm. I am one of host Brett Battostain. I'm another of host Dylan the Fog Hog. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, that is sick. Keep that. <laughs> Dylan the Fog. Seriously, keep that fucking oh. sick, right? It's as tight as shit, right? Guys? Uh, I'm fucker Christine Buttrail. <laughs> doesn't quite have that the same. Doesn't, that it sounds kind of nasty. It doesn't work. <laughs> fucker Christine Buttrail? Yeah. Uh, what, I guess. It sounds, like, sounds like you're going off on what you guys just cut <laughs> me off right before we started. <laughs> and actually, I, I take it back. My name is actually Brett Escape from L.A. Batterstein. <laughs> Is that what we're doing? Yeah. That's exactly what we're doing. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, I love you guys. <laughs> last week, we were talking about Christine. and Oh, gosh. Is that right? Okay, yeah. yeah, so yeah, yeah. A, we took some time off in the recording schedule, but uh -huh. that was the last that we the last time we were in here recording yeah. was Christine. I'm which, not kidding. I missed you guys so oh, much. Oh, I missed you guys, I too. I missed you guys, too. <laughs> I missed you guys, too. Um, it's Chris been a long time. It's been a, a long, long time. Oh, I was going the other way. Without you, my friend. I was going. But been a long I'll tell time, you all time. about it when I see you again. I know. I know. Furious I Seven, dude. Okay. That's Paul Walker's song. Ah. Oh, oh, Furious Seven. You fucking traitor. I'm, I'm a I'm a butt rail. By the way, have you seen this any of the trailers and stuff for uh, Fast and Furious Nine? I feel like I did one. Oh my god, I'm so excited! Yeah, me too. Fucking movie yeah. coming out. You know, they're playing the Fast and Furious movies out at the at Edwards, the one every Friday night. If you're a Regal card member, sure. I'm a free Regal. Tickets. I'm a Regal card member, and I think they're on Tokyo Drift. I think is this Friday. Oh my god! How Wait, have you not Saturday told me about I, this? I don't know. I just a fucker butt rail. Okay, listen. 
Christine? <laughs> I don't want to go into this on the podcast, but as you know, it's been apocalypse, and I have not been communicating oh, much with anybody. Okay. Yeah, because okay. I don't. Is think that still about going it. on? Because it's been a couple weeks, bro. It's been a month, and I'm. Uh, I told Brad I'm about ninety percent now. I'm. I'm. So I'm, sorry, I'm doing a lot better in the last couple days, but yeah, it's been a long bad time. <laughs> And a long and, uh, time and a long like, time. But I was like, I was like, maybe I'll do that, and then I'll see them all, so I, I can I can get caught up because I've only seen the first. Excited! Oh my god! Wait, so you said they're on Tokyo Drift? I think so. And you haven't seen any of them? No, I've seen I've seen the first. But you didn't five. go to Edwards. Oh, okay. Shit. Well, because I was gonna <laughs> I was gonna say get caught up and then let's do that and go see five together in the theater. Okay. And. Fucking tear shit fucking, up. Fucking right. be like all fucking awesome. Um, we'll do it. Anyways, I mean, speaking of cars, Christine, that was that was uh, dynamite. It was a good movie. No, uh, I, I, it's a top for me. I know you. I think yeah. I was definitely the most like cold on it. Yeah, but I, I'm back. I think that you have predetermined your list and you need to get off it. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm I, all I'm saying is I like I did enjoy Christine a lot. Yeah. And I think he needs to see it again because, like I say, things get yeah. better the second time. It was well, the first I, time he'd ever I seen it. I texted you guys that tweet too, right? Someone had like tweeted that same lineup saying, what's your what's your favorite John Carpenter? Did you guys just ignore my, you ignore my, my group text. That's fine. No, <laughs> I saw it. I saw it. I th- it was, there were, there were There's, four sections. There was four sections was and one Christine? of them was The Fog. And I was and like, yeah. what? Was I know. Strange, I thought like, that was kind of. Wait, hilarious. so is Christine, The Fog. The Thing. The Thing. The thing. And uh, Halloween? Halloween, Halloween, yeah, yeah. yeah. It was the the horror movies. <laughs> that's interesting. That that's interesting. That it is interesting that the uh, the other ones uh, I can see, it, but even Christine seemed a little weird. But it, just in the sense of like how known it is, you know what I mean. A lot of people on that thread were were standing for Christine. I was surprised. Yeah. Uh, that yeah. does that doesn't surprise well, me. Well, after having seen it, I was like, yeah, no. I, but it surprises me. Just I would have been like, no, the thing. What are you talking about? But, <laughs> See, right. to me, Christine seems like a movie more that would not be in the four movies, mm-hmm. but would be one that people in the comments would be like, where the fuck is Christine? Yeah, right, Do you, right. you know what I mean? It's, it seems like random guy who made this picture <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, anyway whatever but, you got this wrong but it's like to me it seems like escape from l or <laughs> escape from la would be on, <laughs> escape from new york would be on there before christine well let's make but one that's not that a has horror movie let's make one but that wasn't has, it just john carpenter movies i think it was horror they oh, were specifying okay. horror gotcha. movies the ward ghosts of mars memoirs of an invisible man and uh, we Village seen, of the Damned. I haven't and be seen like, that one yet. And let's throw it up on Instagram. And be like, favorite John Carpenter. Pick only these. These are the four that were that made the Top most tier. impact. Right. This Speak- is the thing tier. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so what we uh, what we do on this show mm. is we are basically what you're experiencing just now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> but we plan our Fast and Furious fests. <laughs> yes. And then we. <laughs> Vaguely talk about John Carpenter. Twit. I have a feeling like today is going to be very much like that. Mm-hmm. Um, we're we're ranking all the Carpenter movies, but we're not necessarily ranking them in like order. We're there. We have them in tiers. We have three mm-hmm. tiers based on John Carpenter's Apocalypse trilogy. Uh, we have tier one, which is the thing. Top tier. Uh, top tier. Yes, tier one. Uh, we have In the Mouth of Madness, which is tier two. Tier two. Middle tier. Middle tier. Yeah. <laughs> It's the uh, the grande, if you will. <laughs> oh <Right>. shit! <laughs> the grande tier, and then the tall tier is the tall tier is <laughs> Prince of Darkness. <laughs> Bottom tier. Bottom tier. Bottom tier. Tier tier. 
tier three. But we aren't. I mean, you guys are very. I was just throwing them all into a tier, but you're you're also very specific about the order within the tiers. Yeah. So in the end, yeah. it is a full list in order when we get it all done. Right? Yes. Because that's of, what you guys want to do. It I has, don't care. It I has just more top tier, that. middle tier, bottom tier, and just calling it. Well, actually, wait. I'm pretty sure you're the one that advocated. I'm pretty sure I advocated for them to just be like a loose jumble. Not and me. I, I'm pretty sure I fought you guys. Not on, me. Not me. I don't give a shit. I don't give enough I feel, of a shit about I feel it. like you're gaslighting me right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will allow that maybe I had a different attitude a few weeks ago, but I definitely don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> over it if he had one. I am over it. <laughs> <laughs> well, today we we're we're in the tail end of our, our of this series. Yeah, there's only four what left after this. Year. Yeah. So today we're talking about 1980s The Fog, starring Adrian Barbeau. Adrian Barboing. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Um, Adrian Barbeau, Jamie Lee Curtis returning from the Halloween. We also have Tom Atkins uh, dude, returning from like Escape full of from Stars, dude. Yeah, yeah, Tom Atkins. Tom Atkins. No, it's got what's her name, <sighs> Lee? Janet, Janet Lee. Janet Lee Fuck is yeah. in it. Fucking John Houseman is in the opening. Yeah, it's great. It's a good John cast. Carpenter's in it. John <laughs> Carpenter. Yeah, Who's yeah, he's he? Bennett at the very beginning. He's we'll uh, get to it in a minute. The father, he's the <laughs> the priest's like. Yeah, he works for the church. Yeah, he works for. He's uh, like the handyman of the church. He's like, or whatever. Hey, can I get can I get paid? And Hal Holbrook's that's all him. Like, yeah, that's I didn't Carver. mean I did not catch that was him. Yeah, he's very. Hal young. Holbrook is in it. Yeah, Hal Holbrook. Uh, this is yes, and this movie is Shoot. packed with references. It is to John Carpenter's own professional life. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, uh, we we usually we try to start off talking about the music. Sometimes we don't get to it till like twenty minutes in, but we're already twenty minutes in. I you, noticed you realize we've been sitting here an hour and we're just now starting. I know one of the thing the main things I first things I noticed about the movie, which I had seen before, but uh, there's no. It's weird that there's no um, open. There's no opening credits really, like in the same way that Carpenter has oh, yeah. done in a lot of his other movies, where yeah. it's like the white font like it's our logo it's the white font yeah yeah on the black background <clears throat> yeah that's that's his signature yeah and i mean this is definitely john carpenter's the fog yeah it even says that like in the opening but it's it's weird and there's not really like an opening theme nope. no it's just kind of like don't sea really noises right i thought it was like there's a kind of tonal droning giving yeah. it kind of an eerie feeling but there's not a lot of melody or anything going on until later there's way a, later there's in the movie comes yeah, in, yeah. Uh, I which i it. like a lot anyway. well let's talk let, before we go further with that down that road though um what this was my second time seeing the movie i think okay mm-hmm. like maybe but the first time i watched it i don't think i was really th- watching it <laughs> that <laughs> that that i think i was just get like in and out of the movie a lot okay because there was a lot watching it this time that I was like, I don't remember this being a part of this movie. <laughs> this movie at is. All. This movie is. I don't. <clears throat> this, there's something very wrong with this movie. It's, huh. It doesn't hold itself. Was this your first time well. seeing? Oh, it? for sure. And it, what about you? You've probably seen it. I've uh, seen it. At, okay, at this point, at least three times. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it's interesting because you're not Dylan. I don't think. You're not wrong. Like it doesn't hold itself together very well. Uh, I think. Uh-uh. I think, for me, I definitely was getting like Prince of Darkness type vibes from it. Where like the first time I saw it, 
I was kind of not really that into it and kind of in and out. And then the second time watching it, I was like, oh, I'm like, I'm vibing with it a lot more and mm. I can kind of forgive some of the like okay. inconsistency or like messy sloppiness of it and kind of just yeah. like uh, jive with the vibe, if you will. I mm-hmm. guess so. I mean, I, it just, it didn't, I, none of it made any sense to me. Yeah, I had I had that experience with this movie the the third time. Oh, okay. Cool. That you were just like, like jiving with I'd it. I'd seen it before, like, and maybe more than once over the years. I don't know, but I never, it never stuck with me. Like, it was just kind of, yeah, uh, okay. And then I watched it a couple weeks ago because uh-huh. I'm trying to watch them twice. And so I watched it pretty immediately after we right. knew we were doing it. And uh, again, I was kind of like, I, I liked it a little more, but I was also like, after a week and a half, I was like, I don't remember what was this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I watched it again yesterday, and yesterday I was like into it. Yeah, yeah. Suddenly, huh. that that that's kind of how I felt. I mean, that's definitely how I felt too. The um, the interesting thing about you pointing out how like it doesn't hold itself together well is um, when the movie was shot. I mean, I'm sure he talks about it. Tucker in the uh, mm. Assault on the System book. Uh, so maybe you can, if you've read anything about it, maybe you can like illuminate some more of this for us. But sure. the the movie has like uh, had a bunch of reshoots. About a, uh, a third of the movie oh, is real? reshoots. Yeah. Huh. Because in editing, the movie, the movie was written by John Carpenter and Deborah Hill. Uh-huh. Uh, Deborah Hill is like a big collaborator of his. So, She's okay. awesome. But when they got in editing, John Carpenter was like, this movie is not working. Yeah. Like it is, there's not anything here. This is not a movie. So they basically had to go in and film a bunch of stuff to kind of like huh. make it make sense. Like is it they, all the stuff with Jamie Lee Curtis and Tom Atkins? I don't, I didn't get any, I couldn't find anything like specific about huh. what was like reshot. Hmm. Cause they I don't, don't remember, but they I don't do. really, if they mention it in the book. But. I don't know. But the, I know that. Or maybe th- all the stuff with Adrian Barbeau. Cause she does serve as that like, DJ, that's what I. I, I have a, a ton of thoughts about that character. <laughs> well, the whole but, setup is weird, right? But like the, the, the the thing, the one of the reshoots, town is cool. But. One of the reshoots was actually the that they that was mentioned was uh, the opening scene of the ghost story on the beach okay. around the campfire. Okay, to, I guess to give it more of like a framing device. Otherwise, okay. I can see that. But um, well, and yeah, because that's the only time John uh, John Houseman is in it. Yeah, and it was. You know, um, my yeah. comment, my note on that was this: the fog fireside story is not very scary. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. Uh, well, actually, one of my first things about the uh, uh, the the actual just like setup of it was actually. My, so my first note was: I'm hoping this is better than I remember. <laughs> ah. And uh, when he's telling the ghost story, I was like listening to it and the story is basically that these sailors were out at sea the fog rolled in and they saw a fire and it was a campfire yeah and so they went to the light and their boat ended up getting sunk because they ran into the rocks they ran into the rocks and so they blamed the people of the town right for the campfire yeah and i was like these are some 
petty ass motherfuckers. Like these ghosts are petty as hell. Are you kidding? Uh-huh, right. Like fuck you guys. Like well, but you they ga- they retell the story later and explain. No, I know, why, but... I know. But that was like my first reaction to the story. I was like, oh, like you thought that's what the whole impetus for the movie was going to be based on just that little bit. Yeah, okay. and I was uh, so when they did like reveal later that it was more than that i was like oh thank god yeah because yeah, <laughs> right. if it was just them being mad that they got duped by a campfire yeah i would be i would the movie well, would have so know, it's so a, much it's a, less flavor it's a campfire, you know you're supposed to be trying to scare little kids around the campfire. i i, which... I fully i fully understand that but to me I I almost think it would work better if they I don't know if like the reveal at the end is really worth it other, other than to at the like the end what do you mean like the very end the reveal that like it was like the six conspirators and oh, they right, killed yeah, them yeah. and because they were lepers or whatever and right. to <sighs> me uh, to me I almost think it would work better if it, they, there was no motivation they were just coming no 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 if the motive if their actual motivation was revealed earlier on like mm-hmm. at the campfire story sure um cuz then but I mean, it's not that big of a deal, but All I... All of it is just weird, right? Like, my my next note was, is this going to be a bunch of magical bullshit? And it <laughs> is. Question mark, question mark, question yeah, mark. it is. <laughs> of course, of course. I will say, though, that, like, as this movie starts out and we have, um, like, Adrian Barbeau, she's, like, in a lighthouse doing her, like, radio show. Yeah, she has yeah. a radio show from the lighthouse. Okay. It's a great radio studio. It's awesome. Great. It's so I cool. That. I want well, that lighthouse. It just plays just uh, until she hops on. It's just a loop of a station identification. Yeah. Well, yeah. And it also, adds. and what she plays on there is just like open source music, right? Like there's nothing. <laughs> yeah. I, there's oh, no she plays format. the Coupe de Bill, the Coupe de Villes. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> John Carpenter's. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. I, the whole Self-referential. Like, what is a with, lot of it. What is with some of his music? It doesn't feel like it's any specific And she puts on a genre. real sexy show. <gasps> sure. It's oh my God. I was, She's like trying to fuck that horny town. for that. <laughs> yeah. I was horny for that DJ. She's like, oh, That's what was weird, Bay. right? Like, so she's a single mom who's moved to this little town in- Antonio Bay. Antonio Bay, Northern California. Yeah. Right, so she's a single mom who's bought a lighthouse to make a radio station, or maybe she bought the radio station. I, I don't know. But so she's, a, again, single mom intentionally putting herself on until the middle of the night. Yeah. So she can't be there to watch her kid who needs to be watched at that time of night. Like, <laughs> No, he's like, out on the like, beach with old crusty sailormen telling him stories <laughs> yeah. in the middle of the night like what is going on yeah Where, what are they out there doing yeah she's Why are on they all okay oh, the, with... the the campfire thing yeah well they don't i you're right what is going on <laughs> i just take it for granted it's, it's like, like it's 11 55 children yeah that i've gathered here on the beach you Who know is what, this guy you know what really clicked for me in this movie <laughs> is scare children the old-fashioned way <laughs> Is I I love I burn. <laughs> I think I I really like movies that take place in seaside towns like me this. Me too. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I love the, the. I just love it. And like to me, this movie kind of is um, taking a lot, like stealing a lot from Jaws. Mm-hmm. Okay. Of like yeah, you know like the the like there's something going on in this seaside town yeah. and so pe- some people are on to it, but. Uh, like the, there's p- also a town celebration. Happening. There's a town celebration happening, and the like mayor doesn't want to listen. Right. You know that something's going on, but like to me, there's like a scene in the movie where Adrian Barbeau's character is like driving in her, uh, like what's that called? Is that a thing? Is that what that car is called? A thing? Oh, I don't remember. Uh, um, that was just a station wagon. 
No, she's in like a Jeep. It's not like a Jeep. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Okay. I but she's driving about. like through the hills of that yeah. town and it's like the morning and I'm just like, fuck, I just want to like yeah. live mm-hmm. in that. I oh, like yeah. that's yeah. my vibe. I want to live in forever. Sure. <laughs> and so yeah. like for me, th- like that part of the movie. For a while. Yeah. Looks. Forever. I'm just like, oh, I just want to like, yeah. I just want to be there. And, yeah. I, and I like Adrian Barbeau and I like. Yeah, I want to be there with her. Yeah. yeah. Bringing groceries home. Yes. In 1980. And yeah. Yes. Exactly. Like, and yes. 1980 Fuck is like. Yeah. This is what I want. 1980 is such a good year too because it's like still got that 70s aesthetic, mm-hmm. but it is the 80s and like this movie looks so fucking good yeah it does like the way the movie I, I will shot say that. is so fucking good yeah. Yeah. yeah no and it's edited together fairly well considering yeah. considering especially considering yeah. that they had to do a bunch of reshoots yeah like that whole opening sequence where you get the feel of the town it's dynamite yeah it's very yeah. good it sets the mood sets the tone and i for i forgot that the movie takes place over two nights like a, there was right. a, a oh, daytime one thing. night i thought it was one night yeah. and so when they cut to the day i was it was kind of jarring for me yeah. uh but yeah. like that the first night we're introduced to, like all these characters we're introduced to it seemed like an awful lot going on for midnight in a small little town like that i know like, that a was, lot was going on yeah it was midnight well, it was the and, night before the big celebration they oh sure no everybody's like on. they yeah. just can't sleep i get it yeah yeah, <laughs> there's gonna be like a gonna be bunch a... of people talking yeah, the next day. I mean, gonna be, it's exciting. Every yeah. single person I mean, in town's gotta, gonna be out to watch it. It's Antonio Bay in 1980. There's nothing, nothing happening. Literally yeah. nothing to do. No, <laughs> it's, I mean in 1980, it's perfectly safe to be a single 19 year old woman hitchhiking at midnight. Yeah, on the right. side of a, a road up in Northern California. Of course, it sure. is. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 <laughs> you're not you're not a creep, are you? <laughs> Dude, I love when. Uh, Jamie Lee Curtis gets introduced to Tom Atkin character. She's hitchhiking. At he, midnight. He, it's 12 at midnight. He says that he could like take her as far as wherever. Yeah. The, the other, other side, side of town. town. The other the side other of town. town. Sounds good. But I, lo- I do really love their interaction in uh-huh. the car. I think it's like uh, charming and cute. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, because yeah, it's highly charged. There's a single dude picking up a 19-year-old woman on the side of the road. Yeah. Like, and he's drinking a beer. He's drinking a beer and he offers her the beer. I love that. That's what I miss about the 80s. <laughs> yeah. Drive around drinking. Hell yeah, brother. I think, I think the acting across the board mm-hmm. in this movie is really good. It's terrific. Like, so do, I yeah. agree. Well, but okay. Let's go to Tom Atkins and Jamie Lee Curtis because they go from there to the, isn't the next thing we see is they're, they're like cuddling in bed like they already had sex. Like, yeah. And they don't know each other's names. They, they don't yeah, know each other's names. Name. He, and, and I'm, I love I'm that. keyed in on yeah. 19. Doesn't she say she's 19 or maybe I'm just aware that that's like kind of close to how old she actually is. I think she's like 22 at that point, but still she's supposed to be a young woman. Yeah. And he's like 40, right? Like- yeah, I mean the age. Did it just get like really red in here? Is the fog coming in right now, you guys? <laughs> I think the lights might be changing. Um, oh, but uh, wait, I just want to play a little. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. No, I do just ahead. want to play a little bit of their 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 interaction. Cool, 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 cool. cool. Listen, I never hitchhiked before. I just really want to be careful. Yeah, Can so I'm hitchhiking at midnight. Sure. Are you weird? Weird. Yes, yes, I am. I am. <laughs> yes, I am weird. Yeah, yeah is this the part where he's wiggling his dick at her? Yeah. <laughs> You're goddamn right, I'm weird. Disgusting. I don't know. For I think him be, when he's like, 
Yeah, I am weird. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. something about that almost reminds me of like John Candy. Like it's got kind of like yeah. a John Candy vibe to it. Yeah. Well, but, uh, I it, think... like instantly kind of endeared me to that character. No, mm-hmm. and and they're those two are clearly like aware of the dynamic that needs to be set for their relationship to work on any level, and they they make it work. I agree. Yeah, I just mm-hmm. think they they got like I like their chemistry. I yeah. like their dynamic. She, she decides yeah. to hang out in town for a few days because why in the fuck not? She's you know, yeah, she's hooking she's up with this traveling through. Might as well Dude, hang out, and see what's sailor. going on. He's a He's a fisherman. Fisherman. Okay. Okay. Yeah, but I I like I also like that like they have sex and don't even they don't know each other's names. Yeah. I just think that's yeah. like that's kinda... my favorite thing on earth. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think it's just like it's a joke. I I, I like when sure it is. <laughs> I like when John Carpenter will do like subtle things to kind of stick it to like. The man, the conservative, yeah, like religious oh. contingent of <laughs> you mean like American having, culture, having Al Holbrook be the guilty priest. Well, yeah, yeah. but but more, it's yeah, when yeah, it's yeah. more subtle, like of just the fact that they like had sex, like hooked up yeah. and don't know each other's names. Like, yeah. well, it's also that, that's the period, right? Like that's right, but you're not going to see that, and that they're not going to pay for it, right? Yeah. Oh, the, the two of them. Oh, yeah. that's a good point. I do like that. Yeah. I think it's just. I think it's more subtle. Don't they? Though? Then, like, it's not like something where they're like bashing you over the head with it. They where do. it's like, <laughs> check it out. They're fucking. You know yeah. what I mean? It's yeah. like just like a little thing, and I'm just yeah. like, oh, that's cool because that's not realistic I mean, in any way. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's realistic. <laughs> uh, Tom Atkins' character name. Nick Castle. Yes. Ah. Yes. Okay. The Nick Castle. What does that mean? He played Michael Myers. Also Nick co-wrote got it. Escape from New York. We've got talked it. about got him got on the got show got before. Directed Dennis the Menace. There's a lot Isn't of the kid's name Tommy Wallace in this? Yes. yes. Yeah. Okay. And uh, Charles Cyphers plays uh, Dan O'Bannon. Yes. I don't know what that means. Dan O'Bannon wrote uh, Dark Star with John okay. Carpenter and they had a falling out and then dan o'bannon uh wrote alien okay and uh, oh okay okay did a bunch of stuff but they had a so is he one of the the, is he one of the fishermen he gets he's the one that like gives that's always flirting with barboing uh and he gets yeah yeah, he He gets gets taken it it's one of my favorite scenes in the movie um we we got a lot of we actually got a lot of returning people though yeah like, it's uh, it's like a it's like an ensemble here of we, all, all John Carpenter and yeah who heads uh, who who was your favorite returning actor oh wow <laughs> favorite what's her name from from both uh, Nancy uh, Loomis yeah Nancy Loomis oh yeah Nancy and, Loomis. and frankly this is the best she's ever been agree like, yeah she was yeah it's it was actually really cool to have seen her like in Assault yeah. in Precinct thirteen and then Halloween and, and then the this fog, yeah. and be, and th- by the time we get to the fog, it's like, oh, she's like a she's thousand acting. times yeah, better than she was well. in yeah. Assault on Precinct 13. Yeah. What, what about Completely. you? No, I think that's a good call. Yeah. That's your favorite? And she yeah. gets to spend the whole movie with Janet Lee. Oh, yeah. I know. That was sweet. My, yeah. fa- my favorite was Tennessee Williams is back from Assault on Precinct 13. Wh- oh. Tennessee Williams. Was he Dan O'Brien? Brian? Dan oh, O'Brien? Oh, wait, wait. You just no. no. What was his name in the movie? Memphis? <laughs> what? Kentucky he was in this? Who was, Who was he? he in this? Was he one of the fishermen? Oh. Dar- his the actor's name is Darwin Johnson. He's Doctor Fives. He kind of shows up for a little bit at the end um, when they're doing the autopsy. The autopsy. A- the right. autopsy. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. And the corpse, like, I didn't gets register. Up into- yeah, that's him. That's what, what is his fu- what was his actual name in that movie? I can't remember. <laughs> what was it? It was like Memphis. What, what was it? It was something Mississippi care. Jones, but Charles Cyphers, the Napoleon Wilson, who played—that's <laughs> right, Napoleon Wilson. 
and Charles Cyphers, who played uh, Dan O'Bannon, was the uh, the cop that he was, brings okay. the, the that's, guys that's to the precinct. That's why I'm doing that. Okay, yeah, yeah, that's okay. Okay, yeah, that's right. That's right. Andy's Andy was uh, Annie's dad in. Um, Halloween, Halloween, the police chief guy. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. you're right. He's in a lot of them. I love that. I love that about John, John, uh, uh, what, who's his name? John Carpenter? <laughs> who's his, who's his, what's, what's, it? what's his, what are we talking about? <laughs> but uh, this movie, I mean, come on, you guys. It's just like, <laughs> the fog okay. comes in and it's then right. there's like, mysterious, <laughs> well, but the thing, humans like, that are not humans and then they just okay. kind of sort of will kill anybody who comes okay. across them but then sometimes they don't so when the when the fog rolls in when on this first night rolls in on this very first night and it attacks the people don't the only like attacks that on the first night are, is a boat out at sea out at sea yeah. other than that it's just like weird shit happening throughout the town like, yeah. like why, wait why, why? why? i don't know is that happening? but What's it's going a, on? the thing I, but it doesn't matter is the thing it's like it's just like a to me it's just like uh like a vibey thing. I wrote, oh yeah. I wrote and so, that things start going weird around town. Phones ringing. Round town. Round town. Round town. Phones ringing. Alarms phones going ringing, off. Cars honking. Yeah. And beep, then beep, I said, beep. even though gas station didn't explode, I was like, gas station's exploding. <laughs> but then I said, I said these ghosts are gonna annoy everyone to death. Yeah. Yeah. That seems to be <laughs> except the, for the what three fishermen for. who are just super blasted, and then they're gonna get impaled on fish hooks. Right. But, and he's setting up other stuff. Like this is all like cross cut with like uh, you got the Hal Holbrook scene at the very beginning with mm-hmm. John Carpenter, <sighs> and Hal Holbrook gets up to and while all this weird shit's happening, part of his wall falls. Yeah, and that's he finds where the I journal. wrote that. Is this a bunch of magical bullshit? When that happened, I was like, God damn it. Yeah. Well, I, I and he I, only reads a couple pages. Of, I did not want to read any further. <laughs> <laughs> a lot. I think a lot of what I like about the movie, it, it, like. Especially like in this opening part, like when the fog is rolling in on the ship, like I, yeah. w- when the fog is rolling up and like, I just do think the fog looks really fucking cool yeah. and yeah. it's like used. It's a good, they do a good job of it. They use it yeah. so effectively. And like you see the silhouettes of the, the sailors mm-hmm. and you kind of don't, you don't really get a good look at them. You just see their silhouettes and, um, I just think all of that looks so cool and yeah. is like shot so well Yeah, that like a lot of like the doofy stuff and the incon like the like just like why does the glass break just because like that right. type of stuff I yeah, I'm, I'm, I can shrug I, it off pretty too. easily me too but I mm-hmm. I a part of me just was like I just want this to get going just like why yeah. have it go back today and then have a bunch of more stuff and then have it come back but the then just, just for just me it all just start happening but for me like the daytime part is fun because like I said I like the seaside town mm-hmm. vibe and like I do love the like v- look yeah of movies from this time and like yeah. it's fun to see like the old ships yeah and it's fun to see like the old cars driving around mm-hmm. like and i like i like the pace of it like i especially this last time i watched it like the pace of it was really cool because it wasn't like um <laughs> before it did kind of feel like slow yeah mer- meandering but like this last time it was like no i'm just like in the in the vibe of it, you're going from one thing to another. Like you're you're yeah. they're they're finding things out, and and, and yeah. there's cool scenes happening. And the and like, like when the, the Jamie Lee Curtis and Tom Atkins get to the boat. Yeah, and like that shit's great. It is. No, and that's the that's the stuff that reminds you of Jaws, right? Like the yeah. yeah, can't figure out what happened on that boat, and then there's just the superfluous jump scare. Of yeah, the, the weird looking body coming <laughs> falling right. on her I love eyes. It. I love it. So I love I, the setup of it. I love it. She's too. showing that locker. 
he shows the lockers opening while Tom Atkins is finishing his monologue yeah. and it's building the suspense and you're like, well, that thing's going to come open, but you're like, and then it finally does. And she leans over to put stuff back and that's what the body falls on her. Yeah. Like just the yeah. rhythms of it yeah. are really cool. It's good. I, I think. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> <laughs> like the movie do- is like. Well, I th- and, I, and I, I like how the bodies are like they're like it's it's like he was at the bottom of the ocean yeah like, for a, a long time for a month. Yeah. yeah yeah i like that stuff yeah i i like that stuff too and he's like we found him in the boat <laughs> yeah <laughs> like, no you him? didn't yeah <laughs> but i i think dylan like kind of what i had a, a tough time with is a lot of this stuff does feel really really like just like <sighs> incoherent and kind of like not maybe not incoherent but kind of just like disconnected Mm -hmm. and i think the fact that it is all everything is so disconnected from each other like i mean for example like the two like adrian barbeau never comes face to face with the other characters in the movie you know what i mean ever not even at the end i thought at the end they i don't think she shares a scene with Jamie Lee Curtis at all like I don't think they interact at all and to me that very at the church at the end are they all there all in the church I thought they were there but I don't know no that's right because she's still stuck in yeah she's at the lighthouse she's still at the lighthouse lighthouse. and it ends with them at the church she's at the lighthouse and she (laughs) she's climbing on the top she's climbing on the top and gets hooked in the shoulder but that's right yeah she that's what I mean like those things are just like mutilating everyone but they're just kind of toying with her yeah yeah but like they well it's because they want the father they want the priest right because he's the six and they sacrifice. and they already said they can only sacrifice six yeah when i saw that i was like oh they're gonna kill six people spooky <laughs> <laughs> especially because they killed three right out of the oh, gate man. yeah i mean it, yeah. So as an audience, you're like, okay, well, only three of these people are going to bite it now. Yeah. But I um, like that that they set. I like the how they set that up that with the communications through the radio. Sure. That Charles Cyphers gives her the information, yeah. and then she can warn people. Yeah. So she warns. Well, the and up until trawler. that point, part of me is like, why are they even having her be a radio station person? Like, there's there's right. no point. But that sort of where she's sending out the communication to anybody listening to please go save her son. Right. Yeah. Well, and I mean, but it also gives you like every time she looks down at the fog and it's got like that blue glow to it yeah. and there's like yeah. the sun going down in the background and the fog's just kind of like slowly rolling in like that looks so fucking cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I also like the shots of like like the Charles Cypher scene uh, when he's in the station when the fog starts blowing in yeah. on the window behind it oh, and yeah. it looks like stage fog. Yeah. I, I really like that. Dude, they. <laughs> <It looks> cool. <laughs> I read that when this movie came out, they had put like the 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 studio that JC was working with uh, installed like fog machines in some of the theaters. Oh, that's great! Yeah, that that's cool. Yeah, that's awesome. That would be fun. It does have a vibe like that, like yeah. those kind of old horror movies. Oh yeah, a hundred percent. And yeah. I know, like, I don't have a lot of experience with Val Luton movies, but I know he references him a lot. And Did you say Van movies. Helsing? <laughs> yes. Van Helsing movies. <laughs> John Carpenter was big into Hugh uh, Jackman yeah. in 1980. I'm going to go potty. Just go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> here on the floor. What? I said right here on the floor. Yeah. Um, oh, it has that whole, this whole prologue with the, I mean, it's not prologue, but uh, it goes that first night, I guess everything that happens that night and it ends with Atkins and 
Jamie Lee Curtis sacked up and then there's the knocking at the door and then they don't get killed. <laughs> and then it's the next day. And that's when we first hear the, the theme. The oh, y- theme. yes. Which I didn't even play. Let's play it right now. Cool. I mean, it's such great haunted house music. Yeah, it it is good haunted house music, but it, I mean, for the movie it works. Yeah, like I do really like the score for this movie. I think it works well. I mean, it's got like shades of Halloween at Mm -hmm. time. Like you got like the piano going right there and stuff. And then there's like a few times throughout the movie where there's like, like, um like musical stings where it's like it almost sounds like they're it's about to go into like the dee 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 you know but it's just not like it it doesn't it doesn't like stick with you really other than it just being like a vibe yeah you know I think this song's about this piece is about as close you get to something that you can can reproduce in your head but I think also it's kind of uh you know, I know we've we've talked about like there being parts where in Carpenter movies where the score doesn't seem to quite fit, mm-hmm. and I feel like this score really does a good job of kind of just disappearing. Like it oh, sets yeah. moods, and you don't notice it mm-hmm. necessarily, and except when you do, and when like you this. do, you're like, ooh, cool, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> totally, <laughs> yeah. It, it's uh, yeah, it, it's it's very like it's definitely consistent with like the tone and vibe of the movie and that's gr- like I do love yeah. that but it, it, I mean if we were like to rank it with like good like I guess you would have to almost rank like scores as their own thing yeah. versus like themes as their own thing right because uh, like some of the scores I really like some of the themes I don't like and some of the and vice versa you know what I mean sure because like this theme is great for the movie but it does not hold a candle to (laughs) right (laughs) agreed wouldn't it be great if by the time dylan got back from the bathroom we had two other like hierarchies oh my god Uh, and he were like okay we got new things we're doing (laughs) dude what if we never go to the bathroom again i wish we would have been doing that in secret every time he went to the bathroom (laughs) and then could just reveal it to him at the very end right our whole complicated tier system for <laughs> <laughs> the, the the scores and the themes. And the themes, yeah. Yeah. Oh, would, that would that would piss him off so bad that there were two. I know. <laughs> I know. And that's almost It's that, almost worth it. It's almost worth it to just like like mock it up real quick. Yeah. <laughs> I mean We've got four weeks left. Yeah. We can work on this in secret. Maybe, I mean, you know? as far as like scores go I would say probably, I mean, of the ones that we've done, I would say, or, or as far as, like, yeah, scores, scores go, I would say this is pretty high up there. Halloween mm-hmm. would be pretty high up there. Um, I uh, think the score to Christine. Is score really to Christine, good. really good. Um, uh, score to Big Trouble in Little China yeah. is pretty pitch perfect for that movie. I like the score for Prince of Darkness quite a bit. Um, I think those are probably like the best overall scores, best themes. Best themes. Escape from New York, Halloween, Halloween, and uh, 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 Assault on Precinct Thirteen. Probably. Yeah. Those that would that those would be the ones that I would say. Yep. Um, I agree. 
<clears throat> worst, probably Ghosts of Mars. <laughs> yeah. And like, Vampire's score is good in the movie, but like, I don't love. But the it theme. sucks. Yeah. 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 Like, <laughs> yeah. It's good so for it might, the movie. It would, yeah. it would rank higher on the scores than the theme, for sure. Yeah. I, if you're just if you're ranking it for how well it fits with the movie, yeah. then it would be high. But if you're ranking it for how much you enjoy it, it right. would be quite low. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Ghost of Mars, you could you could kind of make the same argument for that one too, mm-hmm. is that like that score is pretty bad, but it fits with the movie. Right. Uh, but I would, I absolutely do not like it. I <laughs> <laughs> would not listen to it. Yeah, I would never ever listen to it. Um, I mean, I do. It, it I mean, sucks. It well, it doesn't suck, but uh, I always think like, what's the thing like? And then I'm like, oh, it's not Carpenter. Carpenter. I know that's what's so. I'm interested now to uh, get to that one because mm-hmm. I've. I mean, I've never done like a John Carpenter marathon before like this, right. and so I'm just so interested to see. Like I've always held the thing in such high esteem yeah. that I'm I'm curious how it's gonna like how watching all the other movies in like the lead up to it might affect my viewing of it. You know? Yeah. Uh, especially especially the score because the mm-hmm. scores are so all over the place. Right. And sometimes they're awesome and sometimes they're wonky and the fact that he had almost nothing to do with it. Yeah. Makes me really curious. Yeah, because I can't remember the music. Doom, 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 doom. Is it just Ennio Morricone doing doom, doom, doing John Carpenter kind of? Basically, yeah. <laughs> cool. But that sounds cool. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> the the opening, the op- when like the dot when they're chasing the dog and it's like the uh, titles and stuff. It's just doom, 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 doom. We were just listening to the the theme for this. I don't remember it at all. Well, it's because it doesn't kick in until way later in the movie. Yeah, we were oh, talking, yeah, no, actually, the, this is <clears throat> the next day when it's yeah starts. And we were kind of just talking about how like this isn't a good like theme. We don't like the th- like it's not like a theme that sticks with you, but it like the the score and the theme fit with the movie really well. Yeah, and they like do a good job of like getting the vibe across, kind of in the same way. Again, like for me, the most apt comparison in Carpenter's. Uh, Uvra is mm-hmm. Prince of Darkness. Like mm-hmm. I equate this movie a lot to Prince of Darkness. Okay. Like they seem yeah. very much of like the same vein. They're kind of like uh like to me they're like A plus B movies, yeah. you know, like we talk about a lot. Um and like the music is similar, the just like the vibe is similar, like the effects are pretty similar. Yeah. The like killings are pretty similar. Like there's mm. a lot of similar. The guy turns between, into a sure. bunch of Beatles. That's right. Yeah. Dot talks <laughs> yeah. about caca. <laughs> this fog is caca. This is caca, man. This is caca. <laughs> Why don't you get... That's what Adrian Barbeau is doing from the radio. Yeah. She's just like, don't you understand, you guys? This is caca. This is caca. God. What, what if that's something that he did in every movie? That became his album. Oh, 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 John yeah. Carpenter. This is caca. This is caca. That's his I wish it would have been awesome. Caca and shitters. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Shitter. There's shitters coming in with the fog. <laughs> this is caca. <laughs> bam, bam. He got them both in. 
<laughs> oh my god. People, it's funny because people would have had to listen to every episode of this podcast to understand why. <laughs> That's funny. Why that is funny. Right. <laughs> so us. Yeah, basically. Um, oh, oh, and so the kid, the next day, the, the Hurt Barbo, Barbo's kid finds, he sees a, a gold bloom That's right. in the surf. And then it turns into a piece of the wrecked ship. Right. And he takes it and gives it to her. And she takes it up to the radio station with her. And um, just for like ambiance or something, is she just going to hang it up in her? I don't know. Yeah. But yeah, she sets it on some shit and it starts leaking everywhere. Yeah. It starts bleeding water. And then it starts, it catches on fire. (laughs) Well, no, first, no, 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 no. It it shorts out the the tape record, the tape player. She's playing like Mm -hmm. different. Like somebody sent her a series of different bumpers that she's supposed to choose from, I guess. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. just like this over and over people saying the, the what is the K, one thir- 1340 blah, 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 K, <laughs> KTLA or something. I, I blah, blah, blah. I did not take note. I did me neither. Did not take note of what her station was called. Uh, well, because I put it down. I was like, is this- Pork is Chop it, Express. Is it me? Or is this 1340 mm-hmm. like have no personality? <laughs> this radio station has no like personality or- style right like radio stations have generally like they yeah. they play a type of music or have a type of well this thing just going. has one horny lady on it all night long and that's well, no all. it's not even all night long it's just till one just till one from just six till o'clock one. to just one six to one and yeah. the rest of the day it's nothing there's nothing it's it, just it's her radio station she could do it anytime she wants yeah, yeah. But she's six to one right <laughs> that's because she I does know. not want to deal with feeding that kid putting yeah. that kid to bed right she's yeah. like she's the only parent and take she care of it granny <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah but no I mean, it, she could go so, she could go she could do an hour on an hour off yeah, she, you know what i mean yeah she could do she, she could just live there and have the kids stay there with her it's a lighthouse exactly yeah. i've seen the lighthouse i know I, but i only watched the first five minutes of it so it what? seems awesome watch that whole <laughs> no i'm just kidding oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> gotta watch it bro no i watch i watch the whole lighthouse sure well, they don't live in the lighthouse. They live in a little shack next to it. Well, don't wait. No, doesn't. They're, no, that's not yes, true. It is true. They're no, because like they have to. Isn't there at one point? Oh, oh, wait. You're right. Yeah, and they have to go climb up it. And yeah, that's right. Octopus. Okay, thing. I guess you could live in a house by the lighthouse. <laughs> 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 but she no, but she does. she puts that. She can see the house from the lighthouse. Yeah, yeah. She puts the she puts the chunk of the what did you call it the debris the, the, the chunk yeah, from the wreckage <laughs> the chunk from the wreckage. Hey, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> chunk and it starts to leak it starts water doing the and truffle the, shuffle and the yeah. second <laughs> that water like the water just hits the outside casing of the the tape recorder and it immediately doesn't that catch on fire isn't that what causes the the fire you're referencing no i, I don't think I don't so know. i no? think the fire comes from the wood yeah, it's it's acting real weird. Oh, that's right. Yeah, it kind of sparks. Yeah, and then she has to run and doesn't she get like a fire extinguisher? Fire extinguisher. Immediately, it was just yeah. leaking water. It just to splash some of its own water on it. Wow, that's oh. not working. That's not working. Yeah, or I wouldn't mean, have burst into flames in the first place. Use your head, Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. And it it changes the tape to be like spooky tape, right? It doesn't just warp it. Doesn't it also change oh, yeah. what's being said? To yeah, like it's, a, it's some like- kind of message from Yeah, it's on. like, I'm going to fucking kill all you motherfuckers <laughs> oh, for you, Adrian Burble. <laughs> <laughs> then she gets these FCC violations yeah. and that's the rest of the movie. Yeah, mm-hmm. the movie's about her in trial, yeah. like trying to pay fines and get out yeah. of it. Oh my God. I would lose, I would lose my shit <laughs> if the rest of the movie was just her- <laughs> Having to <laughs> deal with the FCC. Yeah. 
<laughs> she and goes like, before the Supreme Court at the end. It's yeah. really epic. It's epic. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a few good men. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Oh. I don't know what are other lawyer movies. Ooh, that could be a good. That could be a good it's like one. My cousin Vinny. That could be a good <laughs> this one. Is on, exactly uh, like my cousin uh, Vinny. Yeah. On, yeah. Uh, oh yeah. Uh, if we did. Oh yeah. Courtroom. I'm in oh, on it. Yeah. Yeah. Courtroom, love movies. courtroom movies. Yeah. Oh, I, do I do too. I do too. Love them. JFK. <laughs> Hell yeah. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. That yeah. that yeah. Um. I. <laughs> so like they're also setting up. That it's like the centennial of yeah, that's right. It's the hundred year yeah. celebration of the town, Antonio which Bay. just happens yeah. to also be the hundred year celebration of when the people who lived there a hundred years ago screwed over those. Yeah, they killed the lepers. Right? They're lepers. They're lepers. They yeah. murdered the lepers. wealthy lepers. The wealthy lepers, so that they could take their gold. Yeah, their doubloons and basically start the this town. town. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it's blood it's money. A- it's I, and it's Hal I'm, Holbrook's uh, grandfather. Yeah, I'm 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 on board with that being like the the lore of the town. I, yeah. Good. Oh, me too. The, that's cool. why the the haunted you know the Scooby Doo ghosts are coming to. I like it. Oh no, I thought it was great, and yeah. I also thought it was uh, rather prescient. Like, there's something about it where it's like Americans having to contend. With, oh yeah, the, with sins. the past yeah. and the yeah. sins of the yeah, yeah. the forefathers Hell or whatever. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's... It's also, again, back to the Jaws analogy, right? Jaws is happening on this bicentennial. Oh, yes, mm-hmm. yeah. But, uh, yeah, I do... Uh, I, I like that, too. I like the setup of the yeah. fact that, like, these they were lepers. They came to the father. <laughs> they have to be lepers? I don't... Well, because they need a good... I guess they need a reason to, like, send them away or something. I don't know, but... Whatever. Yeah. yeah. But was, I, I do like... Was, are know, we supposed to believe that the the... The fog ghosts are leper ghosts. Yeah, too. Ugh. Yeah, that's why they have those wraps around them. They're all look all uh, fucked up. I thought it was just to look freaky. No, they, I thought they were thought wrapped they were in seaweed. seaweed. I thought it was oh. supposed to be seaweed. Oh, maybe yeah. it looks like it got like bandages on and too. I don't know. It's hard to see them. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they're shrouded in in the fog. Right. Oh, in, I was gonna say in, mystery. Oh. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> um, oh, Janet Lee and Nancy Loomis. Into yes. the picture here because they're she's getting the shit ready and they go to look for Hal Holbrook uh-huh. in the church and because <laughs> she she wants is, him to give the benediction yeah. at the thing that night and he's like come here I gotta tell you something yeah and he's like reading them the journal and I fucking love it that Janet Lee's like okay he's taking this far too seriously <laughs> maybe it's for the best he doesn't do it uh, yeah <laughs> i just love that she doesn't like okay he's going a little batty yeah it's cool it's cool speaking of janet lee like it's cool that janet lee and jamie lee yeah. curtis get are in this movie together oh totally. sure. sweet okay okay um yeah. i didn't even think about that i'm a dumb i'm a dunce <laughs> it's cool i mean especially because like i mean janet lee is like uh you know, a scream queen, like yeah. an early squee- squeam scream queen. Squeam queen. queen. She's queen. the ridge, really. Yeah. And yeah. then the, Jamie. Oh, the ridge. I, I mean, then Jamie Lee Curtis comes and takes up the mantle with mm-hmm. like this. Or, with I, Halloween. I mean, Halloween and Terror Train and yeah. uh, 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 Prom Night. Yeah. And then. Trading Places. Ah! Lots of uh, screaming in that one. Yeah. yeah. I screamed when I saw her booby knockers. There you go. <laughs> True lies. You know, all the scary ones. Oh, my God. That scene in True Lies left an impression on me. This was the theater. Fourteen-year-old <laughs> boys watching True Lies that yeah. night. I remember that. Oh yeah. God, you could hear boings. 
As far as the ear can hear. Oh my God. As far as the ear can hear. <laughs> Boings but, as by the way, far as the ear can hear. By the way, really quick, Jamie Lee uh, Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis <laughs> is good, really good in this movie too. Yeah. Better than she was in Halloween. Yeah. Well, like, she has she was more great. to do. I, she, Halloween, mm-hmm. she's just kind of wandering around and. And she, yeah, she's like, she's, she's fun in this movie. She's acting yeah. off a of little kid. It's for such the most a part, different yeah. character, too. I like yeah. that. Like, she's confident and she's taking care of herself. She's out there, you know? Yeah. It's a way different. Yeah, she's not like. I don't know what I want to do about <laughs> the about the one boy I like. Don't oh tell him I like him. Yeah, I'm shy. Now she's like, I just want to fucking drink beer. Yeah, it's way better this way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is what I was like. Halloween's good and all, but I wish Jamie Lee Curtis liked to fucking drink beer more. But uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of disappointing. But, uh, yeah. Uh, and uh, Nancy Loomis and Janet Lee are kind of like off doing their like centennial planning. What is she? She is she she's the supposed mayor? to be like? Yeah, I think she's the mayor. Janet Lee is the mayor, and and Nancy Loomis is like her, her assistant, assistant who does all yeah. the, like does everything for her. But the town's like a hundred, you know, like eight hundred people. Yeah, like, that's a weirdly, it's a lot of responsibility for a mayor of an eight hundred city, eight hundred person town to like need a an assistant to manage all of their stuff. Like what else other than this one day, every hundred years, <laughs> what is going on? <laughs> it requires yeah. that much planning. No, I mean, I don't know. I think I, I would, if it was like, if it was like under, if it was like 500 people or less, I would be like, you don't really need an assistant probably. But like, <laughs> <laughs> 510 is the limit though I, like, yeah five, 501 yeah you need you need that other person but even 500 like I'm, I'm only saying that because it's like dude I could use an assistant <laughs> you know what I mean uh, well, yeah. <laughs> I'd like an assistant yeah oh, I, like, I, I accomplished zero things throughout the week I, f- I forgot and I try hard <laughs> I forgot to turn my page here but when Janet Lee tells says that he's taking this much too seriously Hal Holbrook follows that up with, we're all cursed. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, it's not then, it's not then, it's not until later that he he reads more and finds out about like the six conspirators, right? I think that's later. Yeah, Yeah, that is later. later. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, A lot of like the plot stuff, like that kind of stuff, kind of was just like not it was kind of inconsequential to me mm. so I wasn't really like paying that close attention to it because I was more on the wavelength of like let's just enjoy I just want to enjoy what the movie is offering because I just am uh-huh. good with like I'm good with being here sure um so a lot of that is a little a little scattered for me but well okay so the beginning it happens on the first night it it's kind of no, it's not even implied. It, it says specifically from 12 to 1, the witching hour. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. All yes. of this is only going to happen from 12 to 1. Yeah. Right. Because that's like Jamie Lee Curtis and, and uh, Tom Atkins just finished boning, and mm-hmm. then the 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 oh, ghost monsters comes, are out yeah. there, and it turns 1 before he opens the door, and then right. they, they dematerialize. Right. Because the cuckoo clock cuckoos. Right. But- or not, the not next a day, clock, but the next day it's going to do the same thing. So it's only midnight to one. So all yeah. of the danger is for that one hour. Mm-hmm. Right. Why are they doing their centennial celebration at midnight? Right. Because there's all the people in town are down at the celebration. At well, why would midnight. you do? Why do you do New Year's at midnight? Because it's the turn from year A to year B. Exactly. Yeah, that's what they're doing. 
It's because at exactly. midnight it switches over to a, is when the actual are, are anniversary you, is. Are you serious? That doesn't make any sense. It's a centennial <laughs> celebration. It's just what are you talking about? <laughs> I mean, it makes. Do we celebrate like, the Fourth of July at midnight on the third of July to the fourth? Like it's a you just celebrate it by celebrating the thing. Now, they're gonna have a parade. We can tell the centennial around. celebration is more akin to a New Year's than a uh, than a Fourth of July. Yes, that makes no sense. Just what do you think? No, because it's about the passage of time. Yeah. It's about That's we're hitting this milestone yeah, at midnight. Yeah, it's about the, the passage of time. You are insane. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I use the analogy of the 4th of July. Do you celebrate the 4th of July at midnight as July 4th happens? Or do you do it during the day and you, you fucking drink beer and shoot off well, but who hot dogs ha- into n- the air? Who has a New Year's? Most people don't have New Year's Day celebrations. It's New Year's Eve. Yeah, they do. Yeah. It's the bowl games. <laughs> The what? The, the what? bowl games. The bowl games? Oh my god! See, I don't celebrate. These <sighs> is that pot? Is that pot related? No. Or is that cereal related? It's football, you cereal related. Oh, I thought the bowls were at no, there's Thanksgiving like... time. Okay. You know, <laughs> not everybody likes football. It doesn't matter. It's Can still happening on give that day. The rest of America, the memo. <laughs> yeah, no shit. Not Come all on. of us give a shit about your stupid games. Yeah, God. the pig skin. <laughs> <laughs> but they're not having a celebration. They're having a bunch of people standing on exactly. a podium and then people sitting in an in a, on a It's a celebration. You guys are stupid. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the honky horn all over again where it's just something that Tucker and I are just like yeah whatever it's, it's movie logic who yeah. gives a shit yeah. it's midnight there's not gonna have every person in town's not gonna be hanging out till midnight <laughs> there's to not watch. 800 people there well I got the idea 800 by looking up the actual town how many however many people are in town like everyone in town cause you go they go out and there's no one in town they're all at the celebration yeah. but they're but there are so many ce- there are so many celebrations that happen at night. What are you talking about? At night, not at midnight. The thing is starting at midnight. I I uh, are you are you trying to tell me that this celebration has gone on for like five hours and they're all just sitting there watching them talk and, and they're going to reveal the the I'm well, first of all possibly yeah. second of all that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is is they are celebrating an anniversary. It's just like New Year's Eve. It's just like New Year's Eve. It is just like New Year's Eve. What are you talking about? It's just like New Year's Eve. I think. I I think. Plus, so they didn't show it or (laughs) anything. But I, I suspect like the Coupe de Ville's played a set. There's been some. (laughs) pre-show stuff there was a, a yeah, pie enough for like three, yeah there was a pie and then they're like yeah. at, at midnight we're gonna have the fucking talking we're pull, bullshit we're gonna pull, By the way, we're gonna pull off we're gonna the thing. reveal the statue they might like maybe they did like a, like a pig two feet by four contest feet. <laughs> have you you know like have you guys seen like some county fairs they'll do like a, a pig a, scramble a, not a pig scramble like a pig <laughs> noise contest pig. like who oh, can do the pig calling yeah yeah who that is yeah yeah Maybe they did that. You're right. No, they're doing all this stuff, yeah. and it starts yeah. around like ten at night. Um, yeah, nine fifteen. Nine fifteen. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> this all makes perfect sense. Right. And then, and then at midnight, right. they this is, cleared this up. Right. No, we cleared this up. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Let's move on. Normal. Move on. Move on. Good. Move on. Normal okay, behavior. so the fog's rolling in, and it's getting dark, and it looks awesome. <laughs> does. The fog does look awesome. Yeah. Every time I see that fog rolling in, I'm just like, yeah, dude. Fuck yeah. yeah. And every time, like. Yeah. Uh, all all the scenes of the the ghosts like in the background mm-hmm. are 
A plus to me, and so yeah, yeah. like so Halloween ish to me. Yeah, and it's freak like scary. Cool. Yes. When, what year? When was this movie released? Like what time? Eighty. No, no, no. But what time of year? Uh, that's a good was question. it around like Halloween? Oh, February. Oh, okay. February first, nineteen eighty. Nineteen eighty. Yes. Well, wasn't Halloween released like October of nineteen seventy nine? 78. 78. Okay, okay. Yeah. I was going to say, man, that's like back to back. Yeah. So, uh, you know, they were, I mean, they were pretty close to back to back. Well, that's like I a mean, year separate. That's that's a reasonable time to. That's a reasonable those. amount of time. But I, I mean, I feel like, I feel like for most directors, I feel like it's usually like a two year gap. <laughs> yeah. If they're, if they're like, or even then, if they're like a real workhorse, right. like two years mm, is pretty. No. I mean, there's tons of directors who are putting out a movie a year. There's some, I, I think there's some. some. Not, I think that's, but those are the people who are like insane. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, I mean, there's, you know what I mean? That's what uh, Spike Lee did for like 11 years. Yeah, right? Spike He's, Lee is insane. Oh, okay. <laughs> he makes a lot of movies. Yeah. He makes a lot of movies. Yeah. But like, I would say like, a, a, anyways, it, it, that's fine. It's irrelevant. Yeah. But I, I mean, they're, they're still pretty goddamn no, you're right. close like, together. Two years is pretty good. Yeah, you're right. This is close together. Yeah. Very much. Um, Especially writer directors seems to take a little longer. And when you're Spike like, an, Lee. when you're an independent. Spike Lee doesn't write all his movies. Okay. And he when you're. John Carpenter. No, but at this point he was. Yeah. But, but also this is too, early and he these are just and it's, scripts he's had. And it's low budget too. Like uh-huh. he it's an independent thing, so he's also yeah, yeah. writing he's the movie and then he's got to get find financing yeah. for it and Again, put all that together. That's what Spike Lee has to do too. You guys. Let's just this is <laughs> but, Spike Lee podcast. But Spike Let's do Spike Lee. Oh, I would do Spike I would, Lee. Well, I've already a would do Spike I've already Lee. been watching all oh, of yeah. this. But I have a lot of Spike Lee gaps in my film watching. I have more than I'm comfortable with, but Me too. I've actually been thinking I would like to go and watch a lot of his movies. I'm up to I've wanted 2007 to do, or so. I've wanted to do oh, like a white guy watches Spike Lee movies podcast for a while now. Oh, now, honestly, that's just what the world needs. I, exactly. That's <laughs> Don't you care point. what we have to say about it? I'm not sure that I can relate with this experience. <laughs> Therefore, I don't think it's realistic. <laughs> um, but. <laughs> the, the one, the thing that Spike Lee has going for him is that he's a known quantity. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like John Carpenter has consistently worked outside of the system. Oh yeah, and does not always put out like commercially viable movies. Mm, Spike Lee, yeah. I mean Spike Lee <laughs> doesn't necessarily do that either. But Spike yeah. Lee, no, I, I has know, the benefit I, I, of I'm being not, like I'm totally not meaning to derail what you're saying about John Carpenter. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Compare him to Spike Lee. It, it's a quick turnaround. Definitely, not Halloween to, do to the Fog is a quick turnaround. Yeah, and. I could honestly, I could see this movie coming out after Halloween. And if you're like a film person who's just like following, like sees Halloween or like Assault on Pre- like Dark Star, Assault on Precinct 13, Halloween, and you're like, oh, this John Carpenter guy is kind of like a fucking guy. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I could see the the fog coming out right after that and being like, eh. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay. I not see that. not really what I was hoping it can for. Can all be great? Yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah, kind of lives in the good spirit. Yeah, and and because it is kind it does share a lot of similarities with Halloween, mm-hmm. where it's like a faceless attacker who's kind of just a yeah. you know attacking at random or whatever. And yeah. as, as far as we know, and a lot of it is like hidden in shadows and stuff like that. But 
that's all just just to say that I every time you do see like the silhouettes of the sailors, yeah. it all looks so yeah, it's good, so cool, it's good creepy. Yeah. It is very good creepy and <laughs> spooky. I, also, too, I mentioned on when we were watching the ward that I do not like ghost movies. Me I neither. Do that's, not. Yeah, <clears throat> that's what I'm saying. Like from the over, I'm like, oh man, this is gonna be. I, I don't know. I was hoping it would be like a more of a serial killer kind of thing coming yeah. with the fog, but but at least it, it functioned. It was fine, but yeah. I mean, it feels like a Scooby Doo episode. It does feel like a Scooby Doo episode, yeah. and at least it's consistent. Yeah. Like the things that the fog and the sailors do are consistent. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Like we know that like if glass breaks, they're around, uh, yeah. and like they are used. They they have to physically like fuck you up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it's not like they're just going to, like, make you, like, contort it all of a sudden for no reason. You oh, know? yeah. Like, yeah, no, they're, they're physically, they're coming in with, like, spikes and hooks and, and hooks and stuff. Hooks and swords and stuff. And, yeah. And we as, we as the viewer understand what's happening that the, and we're watching the people in the movie, like, sort of starting to put it together. Right. It's like a race against time for them to put it together to save themselves. And basically what we have is we have Tom Atkins and Jamie Lee Curtis as like one team. And then we have Adrian Barbeau as one team. And then we have Nancy Loomis and Janet Lee as one team. And then we also have, uh, what was his name? What's the other guy's name? The the priest, Hal Holbrook. Oh, he's also one guy, one team. And then, but he's kind of like with Janet Lee and Nancy Loomis kind of lumped in there. Dan O'Bannon character. Dan, the Dan O'Bannon. Cyphers. Yeah. Oh, but, okay, and he's nice. on Adrian. Yeah. He's with like the Adrian Barbo. Yeah. The team. So. Well, or, and then the little kid and the, and the lady. Yes. But they're, the they're, babysitter. I mean, so those are like the three groups or, that are kind of like piecing stuff together all separately. Right. Yeah. And we, we kind of have an understanding of what's going on. The sailors are coming to get revenge. You got it. Blah, 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 blah. And they're all trying to like piece it together. Uh, I think all the, like, one of the things that Carpenter said that he went back and added in reshoots was more gore. Mm. Oh, okay. Um, hmm. w- not a lot. Yeah. It's the, well, the, when he says gore, does he just mean the violence, like the actual like may, oh maybe and stuff? Maybe that's a good like, that's a good question. Not a ton of blood that I remember. No, there's not a ton of blood. But there is like the hook hitting people. Yeah. And... But what I love is I like some of like uh, when. Probably my favorite kill of the movie is when Dan O'Bannon gets it, mm-hmm. and he's. I remember, uh, I remember the he like opens the door, but how does he get it? Well, he just gets he just gets oh, like stabbed right. a lot. But I I just love the way it looks. How it's yeah. like the fog yeah. and the like the light shining through the door, and like you just see him getting like stabbed at, and it kind of just like lingers there for a while. Yeah. Uh, all, like all of that stuff to me is super super. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like all of that stuff. Yeah. I mean, so then we find out that like it's the the six. They're they're trying to kill six people. They're taking revenge on like yeah for yeah. the six the lepers conspirators. who got killed. Yeah, that the, killed no, them. the six conspirators. Yeah, yeah. yeah, six conspirators that killed them, and uh, the father. Father time. Father, father time, father father time, father. Hal Holbrook. Hal Hal Holbrook. Yes. Um. He is like the great great grandson just just the grandson i think isn't it oh yeah it is it is yeah it is just it's weird that it's only 100 years because that's like one long yeah yeah that's yeah yeah. but yeah it's just the grandfather or whatever but um uh it makes his guilty feeling more 
Uh, yeah, visible. more immediate. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I I like that that it's his grandfather and uh, he he re- well, but then but then he reads further in the book later and realizes that the grandfather through his own guilt like went and collected all the money that they had stolen from the lepers and and hoarded it at the church. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And so as the Tom Atkins and Jamie Lee Curtis they save Adrian Barbo's son. Uh, and the old lady gets it right. She gets yeah. it right she, there. She gets it that right was, there. That was that was a good freaky moment, right? Because oh yeah, this fog's rolling in, and the kid yeah, <laughs> yeah. she's like, "Go back in your room. Go back in your room." And as soon as he turns away, she gets it. Yeah. Oh, and you do, the also like right after that is when they're escaping in the truck. In the truck, yeah. And the truck gets stuck in the mud. Oh yeah. And the fog is like slowly enveloping around them, and yeah. you just slowly start to see like the the silhouettes yeah. of the ghosts like creeping in from yeah. around them. That part is really cool and yeah. like does such a good job of being like just being like push and a movie like push. a movie like this i'm like they might just bite it like who knows like, oh yeah there's i no remember. reason to think anyone's gonna survive this so. yeah totally because i mean with adrian barbeau seeming to be like the lead yeah, it does. It, like, I wouldn't be surprised if any one of them died. Like, right. I wouldn't be surprised. I definitely was surprised that Tom Atkins made it made it through the movie. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was going to get it right there. Almost everyone, the all of our leads except no, all of them. How Holbrook at the very end? True, that's yeah. right. And everyone he, in, in fact, at that point, I thought they were going to just sell it out because he offers up the melted gold to the. Uh, it's in the shape of a cross. It's in the yeah. shape of a cross. Praise Jesus. Like, Praise Jesus. And he Jason. uses it to get them Hallelujah. to stop attacking, right? And there's still one death left. Like we know at that point they're going to get exactly six people and only five have been killed. But I really like that moment when he's like yeah. offering up himself, like yeah. I'm the sixth yeah. conspirator, yeah. like take me. Yeah. I thought that was a good moment. Yeah, like, it was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I, they take the gold and seemingly go away. Yeah. yeah. And there's that like, do, 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 everything's okay. Uh-huh. Because they always come back. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes they come back again, I heard. Yeah. <laughs> Something wicked this way comes. <laughs> As they say. <laughs> Sometimes something wicked this way comes. Back again. Again. So- Sometimes. <laughs> Sometimes dead is better. Oh, that is true. It is true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've, yeah. Hitler. I've been there. I've heard that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you have heard of him. Yeah. Dead better. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad he's uh, dead. Jerry Falwell, anybody? <laughs> Is he dead? He better be. Okay. Uh better <laughs> off. Yeah, he's dead. <laughs> Let me look um <laughs> Oh, speaking of the episode that's on right now. Is when I made that stupid joke about DMX, and I even said, oh, well, probably yeah. by the time it's airs, he's going to wind up being dead, and I'm going to look uh, like an asshole. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, <laughs> boy. Uh, really came true. Yeah. Boy. Thanks yeah. for editing that out, jerk. <laughs> <laughs> I was in a hurry. I wasn't paying that close of attention. I was just mostly listening for bathroom breaks. <laughs> um. Yeah. So that, I, I mean, I do, I like how the movie ends. I like mm-hmm. it with like, the fate, like the, I like the redemption of the the fa- the priest, uh, but I also like that they don't let him off the hook and they still kill him yeah. anyway. I think that's a good little stinger. And yeah, um, I mean, I'm glad I like the characters. I like, I like the characters, so I'm glad they all made it out. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't want Adrian Barbeau to die, but I like she's pretty. Her character, I mean, I like Adrian Barbeau, but her character does not need to be in the movie. 
No, that was where I was until that very last part where she's on the radio communicating how to save her son. That was the only. But I mean, that doesn't need to be there. Yeah, no. You know what I mean? Like, you don't need them to go save a kid. Like, or they could have just like happened upon the kid and like got out and saved him or whatever. Well, but but without her, there's no need for the kid at all. Right. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. But I like it as part of like this lattice work in the community of like how these all all these people get information. Yeah, and And I like it. Kind of like kind of reminds me of almost like a like Nashville (laughs) in a weird way. Robert Altman's Nashville. Okay. Where you know you hear because it's a big ensemble and there's Mm -hmm. all this stuff going on, but you keep hearing like the same. Uh, voice every now and then. And you know that's what, what I mean? it's like, for, stuff right? Like it's that. the same. That's exactly what it is, right? Yeah. Yeah. And it kind of, I don't know, brings everything together a little better than it, <laughs> than it might be yeah, had it she kinda, not been there. That's yeah, the point. It kind of fills it out a little bit more, yeah. which is, and, and she's good, so it's it's like- She's fine. I, I, I like her in this movie a yeah, lot. She's I, I like her. I think but there's nothing, she doesn't have anything to do. That's all I mean. Yeah, and like, even like her, at like- I think it would have been better if at the end she would have been with the other survivors and could like give them in person like things of being like, I was up like in the lighthouse. I see where I saw saw the fog and there's the, and they all go, yeah, we know. Right. Or, but if like somehow that was able to like pay off the fact that she was up there being able to see it all happen. If she like had some tidbit of information that like paid off to help them get out of it. Like well, it did to get the kid. That was the only thing it paid off. Was I know, but that's not kid. the climax. Know, what I'm saying, like it would be better if it paid off at the climax yeah, sure. um, or if the climax happened at her house. I mean, it's I like that. I, I like it. I l- you just wanted her to be involved in a climax. Yes. Well, she was because <laughs> she was involved. <laughs> she's Bazinga. separate, right? Because so, she's, they're stalking her and she's barely there's she's clearly not getting away. She's at the tippy tippy yeah. top on the roof of the lighthouse mm-hmm. and there's two of the ghouls coming at her. Just ghouls, as, you say? Ghouls. <laughs> 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 just as Hal Holbrook is offering himself up and then mm-hmm. that's what saves her. So she is, she's just not together with them. Right. So she is kind of involved. But that's the yeah. I mean, she, I get what you're saying. She's but, not I mean, involved. They, they Something is it. happening to her, but she's not involved. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, but it's that. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's building tension somehow, but I get what you're saying. Like she's not in with the rest of the group. So and anything, you know. everything that she like, if she died in that moment, it would not matter. It would because that would solve all of it. Like if she dies, then hell Holbrook's no one else in that other room. Like, you know, that as soon as the next person sure. dies, they're all just going to go away. I just mean like, it's, it's at that point, she would just be like another mm-hmm. body. Mm-hmm. Like, cause all the other people that have died have pretty much just been bodies. Like mm-hmm. you don't really know them or care about them at all. And so, but the only reason we would care at that point is because we'd been with her throughout right. the whole movie, but it wouldn't affect the outcome of the movie other than like, she would be the sixth conspirator or whatever. But mm-hmm. like, if she was the fifth conspirator, like the fifth person to get killed, it would be inconsequential. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah, right. yeah. So like, I, I just think if like, at that point, if the main character is in danger, it sh- she should, it should have like a payoff in the movie, you know? Yeah. All right, let's uh, let, let, let's uh, wrap this fucking <laughs> rank this movie. Where does the fog go? Did we even? We didn't even end it. Yet, well, yeah, we, I mean, we, oh, yeah, we, we we got to the end of the yeah. movie with Adrian Barbeau at the top of the the lighthouse and Kyle Holbrook gets, gets it at Holbrook. the end. Well, no, he hands the thing to him and then they leave and then we and then they come back. Okay. Yeah. No, we and covered then, that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, there's just that cool. I, yeah, which is yeah. I liked it. Yeah, I liked yeah, it. It's good. Um, it's good. It's a good ending. Yeah, and like at the end, I mean, I watched the end of the movie in the lobby. As we were waiting out here. <laughs> as we were waiting for the studio to be free. And 
which meant to me that had there not been another podcast recording in here and going a little late, you, you would, would not have finished the movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That's a good no, point. I would have. I would have. Yeah, you would have just made us sit here until you. No, because I was uh, I was watching it this morning and I um, had to be here at nine thirty to let them in. Mm. Oh, and so if they hadn't have been coming in at nine thirty, I would have just stayed at home and finished it. Right. Okay. Um, whatever. Say whatever but, you need to feel good about yourself. But <laughs> I, I know as I was watching it, Tucker was sitting next to me and every now and then I would be like, that's all. Seriously I'd be like, that's fucking sick. Yeah, I mean, overall, I I definitely like this movie way more watching it this time yeah. um, than I did the first time. Sure. I, I think, Dylan, you might actually like it more if I watched it again. If you watched it again and yeah, could kind of just believe that. Uh, go with like... I thought I was fine. It, it just... It was just silly. I, I did think it was visually good. It, yeah. Visually interesting to look at. I appreciated the the special effects tricks, like even the yeah. opening shot with mm-hmm. the car going down the str- the road and then the fog rolling in. Like, if you think about what it took in 1980 to make that shot, that mm-hmm. was a really impressive working of special effects. I right? actually might yeah. be into saying that this is the best looking movie that we've seen so yeah, far. Yeah, no, no. Christine is much better mm. looking than this. It's he, really good. Yeah. But this movie this movie mm-hmm. has more um like chutzpah? Yeah, it's got more flavor to it, you know what mm. I mean? I guess I'm I'm, I'm fine. I'm not going to argue no, about it, but Yeah, I, I mean Christine looks great as well, yeah, but yeah. like this movie just the ha- darkness looked really good too. I remember yes. like some of those set pieces in there were dynamite yeah but this movie just f- is more like sprawling because he used yeah like he's he's, he's really the panorama the panavision cameras or whatever a lot of the well he does that on everything yeah well but a lot of the shots he's, are he's, he's uh he's setting it up to like yeah. kind of like show you like, it's also a, kind of a mood piece mood like, that's the word the I'm movie's for, more yeah. of a mood piece than yeah. those so you're like like you said you just kind of want to swim around in it you know yeah yeah i know you're not a fan but once upon a time in hollywood is a really good example yeah. of a mood movie like that's a movie i yeah. like to this like I agree i'm fine hanging out me too no i i like yeah, i like already this feels like i'm bored with movie. hanging out in that movie yeah. all the time mm-hmm. yeah yeah um i want i want to fight some uh LSD whacked out or no I want to be on LSD and fight some whacked out uh, <laughs> right? as, soon, as soon as you said once upon a time in Hollywood you I just clicked out you went, I, you went somewhere else just went somewhere else yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I started thinking about Prince of Darkness again <laughs> <laughs> that's cool you should just give up the ghost and just start watching these movies <laughs> um, but yeah I mean where are we going to put it where are you, where so are you okay uh, where is I don't know not not in the top tier. No, it does not go not in the, the thing. I'm comfortable with it in tier two. I I don't think it's really yeah. that good. Maybe at the bottom of tier What's, two. Read to us tier two. Okay, so tier two we have Prince of Darkness, They Live, Escape from L.A., and Vampires. To me, this <sighs> is with like Prince of Darkness. So I I I'm putting it in tier two. And I, uh-huh. just to just to combat what your theory, your cons- your goddamn conspiracy oh, theories about conspiracy me. Theory. I fully thought that I like going into this, I was like, this is going to be in the bottom tier. Mm. That's what I thought too. I and I kind of think I think it belongs above Prince of Darkness. I like I do too. Prince of Darkness. I do too. I think it's I, I huh. just the look of it, I think it's much yeah. more like I, I think could, it should be at the top of that tier right now. If that's the order of it, Prince of Darkness is the more top than of the they live. Tier. 
Is they live below Prince of Darkness? Yes. What? Somehow that For happened. Real? It's Prince of Darkness, well, They Live, Escape from LA, Vampires. See what's happening with They Live? Like, when we watched it, you were like, this movie's you're fucking right, stupid. Right. And I then know. a few weeks goes by, and now you're like, like two how episodes is that ago? not at the top? <laughs> <laughs> no, not that. No, 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 no. What I'm saying is in comparison to the movie we're looking at, I would rather watch They Live than this. That's the criteria, correct? If you'd rather watch it? Yes. I don't know. Do you rather revisit is this movie criteria? or that movie? That's the criteria we've used most of the time. Yes. I, I think that is a criteria. To me, I think like it would definitely have to depend on my mood because like this to me is something that I could definitely put on like around mm-hmm. Halloween and just kind of have on Yeah. and just kind of like dip back in. Okay. <laughs> they live, I kind of have to be like, I wouldn't, yeah. I don't okay. think I would watch They Live by myself. You know what I mean? Like, I have to watch They Live with, like, other people. Oh, but you would watch this. What you're saying there is you would have this just planned. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. Whatever, dude. To me, it's at the bottom of the tier two, but you guys- You think it's below vampires? I would probably put vampires on before I put this on. Wowie, wowie. (laughs) (laughs) What are you talking about? Are you serious? You'd rather watch James Woods- Nothing happens in this movie. But there's like you'd rather watch Billy Baldwin (laughs) talk his way around the American Southwest. Danny Baldwin. (laughs) Oh, is it Danny Baldwin? God damn it! Uh, Yes. Oh man, you'd rather watch. (sighs) Would I rather watch that? I've never felt more disconnected from you in my (laughs) in like the what like eight Uh, uh, wait almost ten years that we've known each other now. Oh man, I've never felt more disconnected from you. Oh my god. So. I think you guys are wow. overestimating how, like, nothing really happens in this movie. It, yeah. I mean, it's it is yeah, but a movie. Yeah, it's mood got a vibe. Piece. Yeah, but <laughs> but a, a vibe yeah. doesn't play in the background. A vibe you got to be engaged with. That's my point. Is are you going to sit down and engage with this movie all the time? No. I mean, time, well, I'm probably not going to engage with all these movies. Right. Any of these movies all but the time. But if, if your criteria <laughs> is, are you going to throw it on to just have fucking nonsense in the background? I, just, I would say a movie that's got feeling, a bunch of mindless action is going to be a better thing in the background. Well, here's the thing. If we're going by that, like I would put this on before I watch Prince of Darkness. Same. I, yeah, might, I, I, I actually, might watch. I, I'm on board with that. I you're might right, watch right. They Live before I watch this just because it's kind of, this <laughs> is more vibey and that's more dumb fun. Yeah. You know? You're right. You know, but, I don't really care. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I just, I, I, the I'm movie just. At the top. All right. That's fine. I, I mean, it, it just. It didn't really do didn't anything do it for, for you. Me. I mean, it's fine. It's like I'm a Scooby Doo like, episode. Yeah, it was I mean, that's... definitely like multiple watches for me. Okay, until I was like, "This is cool." I like this. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah. I guess I'm just stuck on how it just kind of doesn't hold itself together. Yeah, it, really it doesn't. Just doesn't. It doesn't hold itself together. But I think if you can just like get in the right mindset, then I, okay. So you guys are pointing out that of the three of us, I'm the only one who didn't watch it high. I didn't watch it high. Mm. I don't think I watched it high. Mm. At least this last You guys time. smoke so much pot. There is no period of time when you're not high. <sighs> I'm not high during the day when my kids are at school. Uh-huh. Just in case I have to go somewhere, you know? And it makes um, you sleep, and I gotta sleepy. Go, and I got to go pick them up, <laughs> I feel you yeah. know? And I don't want to be- That in, dad. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to be that person. Fine. Yeah. Whatever, you guys. That's fine. I'm usually- I'm. 
Usually, I usually don't smoke before I watch movies for for this. For this. Oh, I thought the complete opposite. I thought you got real high most of the time. I got for these movies. No, I get high for the show. Well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just that's just so I can uh, deal with Dylan getting bent out of shape about a honky horn. <laughs> it's a coping mechanism. Um. <laughs> all right. So the fog. What was the honky horn on this movie again? What was it I got hung up on and you guys- that They oh, were having a, a celebration, celebration in the midnight. middle of the night. Yeah. Yeah. These are fucking moronic. There is no <laughs> reason why that would be happening. That's um, what I say every New Year's. Okay. This is fucking moronic. So let's, let's cross home. the fog off of here. Yes, cross it off. Um, Shit. We're almost Should we done. Have, do you just have like a regular die at just this point? No, we only have four left. Do you have like a four-sided die? <laughs> Oh, I have a six-sided die. Yeah, oh, we might as right. well just use that. So, but we don't have a. F- but it needs to. It has oh, to correspond with shit. a number. That's right. Never mind. Okay, well, we could just. We'll read. just roll. Is it my? Is it my I think roll? it's your roll. So yes. we got. So what do we have left? We have Dark Star. We have the, the thing. thing. We have Starman, and we have Village of the Damned. I am fucking psyched to watch any of those movies. Yeah, yes. me too, dude. Uh, and actually, I'm pulling for one of them right now. So. Oh, what are you hoping for? I'm hoping for Starman. Are you? I am kind yeah. of too. Are you? I was hoping for the Village of the Damned. Because I'd like to just roll the last three out with those other ones. Sure. One. There Dark we go. Star. There we go. Star. All right. Well, Perfect. so next week we'll be back uh, with. Uh, wait, what do I say? <laughs> consume or is it? No, he said he says obey, oh, obey, obey. consume. Yeah. Says. All right. Well, thank you everybody for listening. If you want to follow us on Facebook, <laughs> uh, that would be great. Why would you do that? If you want to <laughs> support the show, leave a rating and review on your podcast app. That'd be sick. If you want to support the show even further, throw some money in our tip jar. Um, also, you should follow us on Facebook because we'll be we'll probably be that's a good place to go to figure out what to find out what we're doing next yes because mm. um, we got we got something cooking mm-hmm. <laughs> kind of kind of working mean after this podcast after this okay. podcast okay. yeah so um, if you want to tell your friends about the show <laughs> <laughs> That'd be sick. But you re- I might, might I suggest a card? Anytime. A nice card. Anytime. Yeah. To let them know. <laughs> anytime you see somebody on po- social media being like, hey, what podcast should I listen to? You yeah. can you can mention this one. Yeah. You can mention this to those Chew bubblegum and kick ass. Kick ass. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, I'm very sleepy. I am also tired. Yeah. I cannot wait to go home and watch Dark Star, the first John Woo! Carpenter. Tonight, or are you going to wait until the. I'm going to wait till the morning. Of, baby, <laughs> you know it. But I'm going um, home tonight. But I can't wait. And then next it's, week I'll watch the movie. Yeah, I got you. Yeah, yeah I'm going home and then I right. will watch the movie. Yeah. Um, anyways, thank you so much, everybody, for listening. We'll be back next week with more uh, things, Christine's, and Halloween's. Until then, obey. Consume. Stay asleep. Life's, Life's a, a bitch, bitch and she's, she's back, back in heat. heat. <laughs> it's so sick. Tis that. Tis. Tis.
transmitted through conscious neural interference. You are receiving this broadcast as a dream. We are transmitting from year 1999. You are receiving this broadcast in order to alter the events you are seeing. Our technology has now developed a transmitter strong enough to reach your conscious state of awareness. But this is not a dream. You are seeing what is eventually occurring. The so-called reality violation. 